0: Initiating startup sequence.
1: You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in. This is episode 226 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim.
2: Welcome, minions.
1: This week, guys, first half tasty treats is brought to us by I can't remember the name of the beer. Or uh, whiskey. Well, first of all, it's not a beer. It's a we whiskey, it up. and we change it up. Whiskey. It is. Uh... Do you remember? No. <laughs> I don't remember either. Well, shoot. Oh well.
2: Maybe if we remember, we'll tell you what it is at the uh, break. Yeah. Still, we finished off a bottle of something. Uh... Yeah. Can't
1: remember what it is though. It's a decent whiskey too. Yeah, it uh, is.
2: That's what. So cheers. Green bottle. Nice, nice rocks you got. By the way,
1: that's what I've heard. Thank you. Mm. Um, so, Tim, what have you been up to in the past two weeks?
2: Um, well, a lot. I don't really want to go into here, but um, you've been really helpful through it, and I just want to say thank you. No worries. And the reason we missed last week is is largely due to the chaos in my life. I to appreciate your support during that. No worries. Um, I saw a lot of movies.
1: That's not bad for you.
2: Yeah, um, I can recommend two out of the three. So, everyone should go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's a great animated film. Um, it's just funny. It's got great action, great animation. It's not like a tired old superhero story. Like, um, I think it goes places other movies really have it. Like the Marvel formula, for example, is, is pretty, you know... You can kind of know what you're expect- to expect in one of those movies. This is cool because it brought in all these different weird Spider Men and Women from alternate universes, um, and it was just really fun. It was a very fun movie. If I had to describe the movie in one word, that's what it would be: is fun. Um, fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, have um, Spider Pig in it? It does. Oh. It has uh, Nicholas pa- Cage playing um this weird like detective looking like you know like the forties like noir detective like yes. the trench coat and everything. Mm-hmm. Like a Spider-Man voiced by Nicolas Cage in black and white. There's a girl that has like a mech, like a spider mech. Um, Crazy crazy version of Spider-Man. Huh, okay. And it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to re- watch it again with my daughter when it comes out in video. It was really good. I will
1: watch it with you then.
2: Uh, yeah, you will be welcome to come <clears throat> over when we get that. Um. So, speaking of animated films, I watched one I did not like at all. If you have Tell small me about it. Ki- if you have small kids, maybe throw this one at them and then leave the room called Smallfoot. It's the story of a society of Yeti that live way up on a mountain peak, obscured by clouds. Um, and they have the society that is very closed. And they believe that the world was created by a giant space yak jump dropping a turd. And they live on the turd. And um, so Smallfoot are basically what they call us. You know, get it? Bigfoot, Smallfoot. And one day a, pil- a pilot crashes on their little society and upturns everything. Um, and it turns out that this myth that they have about, you know, the mountain and the turd is all because of a past genocide where we tried to kill them all off. So, oh, shit. Nothing like genocide in a kids movie, right? Exactly. So, I just didn't care for it. It did, it, it's not. By the way,
1: the whiskey's called Elijah Craig.
2: Thank you. Yep. Sorry. (laughs) I knew (laughs) it was a name. I had to,
1: like, jump in there. I was like, shit, it just came to me.
2: Um, so yeah, it, it's perfectly fine for kids. A lot of pratfall humor. I did take offense to how they ruined, um, David Bowie and Queen's Song Under Pressure. Under pressure. Yeah, they they did an ad lib at a karaoke where they changed the words and
1: Overpressure?
2: No, they just like made it completely different words like to fit the scene that they were in. Like this guy was like singing to a girl and he like completely changed the words. I was just not down for that.
1: Yeah, that sounds that's I mean, dumb.
2: Anyway, enough about that movie. Okay. The last one I saw, which I would recommend to some people, but not all. Some people would find the it really The Super Bowl? No. Oh. Uh, first man. Ah, uh, Ryan yes. Gosling plays Neil uh Armstrong, and it it really follows like his family life, not just his.
1: The gentleman who likes to punch people in the face to call him a faker.
2: Uh, actually, that's Buzz Aldrin.
1: Oh God damn it!
2: <laughs> He's cool too. He's in the movie. Uh, he did punch people in the movie, but it he re- did not in the movie. Oh, I was gonna say, holy shit! No, Buzz that's Aldrin dejabber. was like seventy years old when he got um accosted by a moon landing denier and <laughs> straight up just cold cocked him. Yeah, it was awesome. Pretty epic. Uh, he was actually, Buzz Aldrin was at the State of the Union address. Oh, uh, just last night. Cool. He's, uh, he's getting up there in years, but yeah, he's still badass. Anyway, this is about Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon. They have the famous quote, you know, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Three and
1: steps for uh, a midget.
2: It's. One little giant
1: people's... step for a small foot.
2: Okay, that's better. They don't, you're not supposed to call them midgets. Anyway, no. um, Really good look at, like, his personal life, and, like, he is portrayed as, like, this really... Like,
1: pre-Outer Space or post? Yeah, yeah, the
2: first scene is, like, him on, like, this crazy, like, uh, experimental jet, and it really shows him as, like, an engineer and a pilot and his family life and how impactful losing his daughter was. Um, There's a really... I don't want to ruin it. There's a really sweet scene later in the movie that goes back to him dealing with the loss of his daughter. Hmm. It's really cool, but it's a it's a slow paced movie. Um, you asked me if it was like a documentary. I would, yeah. It has kind of that feeling. Sweet. Um, and it's it not a documentary. It's a it's a dramatization. But it goes, you know, like deeper than most. It's not like you know, um, what's that movie where they like go and kill an asteroid? Like go the fuck? Uh, Bruce Willis came out a long time ago. Um, Armageddon, asteroid killer. No, it's just not a Hollywood kind of movie. It's a it's a drama. It's cool. a slow, thoughtful drama, and that will really bore some people, but I found it really interesting. Um, So yeah, that's First Man, was the movies I saw. And the last thing was um, Super Bowl Sunday. I had to work, and no one wants to go out on Super Bowl Sunday. They want to stay home and watch the game, although I heard it was kind of a boring game, and then the halftime show sucked, so maybe people should have gone out, but um, I had an exceptionally slow night. I actually didn't even clock on for like two hours. Um, but I brought my Switch with me, and thank God I did.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? There you go.
2: Yeah, Um. I, I could give two shits about sports to begin with, but when sports like negatively impact, impact my life, I get uh, really super annoyed. Yeah, I would too. But, I mean, it was okay. I got to play my Switch. I got to play a lot of my Switch. I drained half the battery.
1: Wow, that's a lot of Switch time at that's, work. It's
2: at least two hours, yeah. Shit. Um so yeah that's kinda of what I've been up to that I could talk about. But speaking of sports, what have you been up to?
1: Uh so I went to a lot of basketball games.
2: How many in the last two weeks? Two. Okay. Maybe that's... three? <laughs> Maybe three. I
1: don't remember. Actually oh shit, get your whiskey off of that. I won't well, then don't put it on the couch. Well, you haven't been here for two weeks, so um so we went to a one. Oh yeah, this is the one, this is the one. What oh, fuck was on top too, you asshole?
2: Well, don't put it on your couch, Dickweed, right where I set my whiskey down. He's holding a program that says Blazers or Rip City on it. Yeah,
1: so we got to go, Ooh. and we got to go front row, and we got all these autographs. Yeah, that's and cool. I got my jersey autographed. I got all this. That starting. looks like
2: Japanese, dude. I
1: know it's kind of yeah, it's number eleven.
2: Okay, but doesn't it look like it does uh, look like, like Japanese? A, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, but you can tell he's white, white, white as a piece of paper, a white piece of paper. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um. And yeah, we sent
2: pictures of like the little Iowa where they were coming down inside, and that's cool.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. Never been that close to uh, professional athletes before, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, that was basically. Did they win the games you were? We did. All yeah, of them. Both of them. Sweet. Yeah, we're like on a nine-game home streak. Sweet. Um, worked a whole bunch. Um, had some of the one-year warranty stuff from my house done. Nice. And they had to like bring a big tube. Up through the front door into the master, and then respray like attic, like foam stuff. Okay, up there. Okay, so I got the watch a big tube, and then like pink shit fly up into the tube. So a big
2: house. tube went into your bedroom and sprayed pink shit everywhere. Yep, exactly. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, and then I'm not really sure what the Super Bowl is, but I made nachos on Sunday.
2: So like you don't care about football or exactly. Or they're not your teams? Or you just don't care about football? Just don't really care about football. Well, we can agree on that.
1: Exactly. So, uh, that is what we did. Um, I think... Oh, I did... Okay, so on my other podcast... I was going to play this just to annoy you. Um, because okay. I got to play a what's the other, what's strike. What's your other podcast? No, I'm not going to say it. It's fine. But, what? No, it's, okay. it's called Podcast Junkie. But... Right. um. So, I can't
2: believe you p- passed an opportunity to promote it. Yeah, Do
1: well, humans like overpaying with Verizon? Don't they know they can get the third, ads? fourth, and fifth lines free? Why did with you spread? Spread? Did, you yeah, ads unlimited did you get paid for these ads? I did, yes. Verizon paid me handsomely. Really? We,
3: we, we only play advertisements on Blooming Podcasts we you use you YouTube. Son of free. a bitch.
1: I got to play copyright music, finally. I've been like... I guess, like, technically, they could, like... I guess they could hit me for a copyright, like on using other people's podcast audio, but that doesn't happen so much. But I got to play copyrighted music on the episode, so podcast might officially get like It's cherry popped A podcast. So days.
2: were you playing a segment from someone else's podcast that had this music in it? Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's kind of a... Well, for our next segment, I think we should play some music that may or may not be copyrighted now.
1: All right, you want to talk some news?
2: Yeah, let's do some news. Seems really low. That's better. A little jump in the gun there. A little bit dip in the gun. So, all right. the first story has to do with the music that we're going to put in the background. And I'm kind of thinking, I don't know, I'll see. Let's do it for this show and see what we feel about it. Okay. But what if this was like in the background for all of our new segments? This would be awesome, actually. Okay. So, go ahead and play it. I, I love this music. Me too. I would actually turn on my Wii and go to the Wii Shop and just leave it in the background. Sometimes. It's amazing music. Yeah, it's really calming. It is. Um, so the Wii Shop went away forever. What? So it's gone, gone? It's gone. Like, um, the sh- wow. So how are you supposed to re-download that? You shit? can't. Oh, whatever you got, you have got. That's
1: wow. it. Well, that's really shitty.
2: Yeah. So when uh, we were talking like digital games and Steam and other things, um, do you know Ultraviolet? You know what that is?
1: Yeah, like the Blu-ray, kind like of DVD you get a, or whatever. You get a code yeah. in
2: your Blu-ray for ultraviolet. Yeah, and you, can, you can download it. Yeah, that went away this week too. Right. Oh. Um, you got like till June, I think, to to get your stuff or whatever. You can tie it to uh, other retailers. Like I think uh, Walmart has Voodoo, for example. Oh Jesus. It's very confusing, but we shop. It's gone. It's gone. Well, that's sad. Um, yeah. Well, you got to
1: just... cover all the news because I can't get out of this menu. So.
2: That's fine. Can You turn up just a little bit. I don't really want to hear it.
1: You know your headset is turned down right
2: now. Uh, okay, fine.
1: Tim has very sensitive ears, ladies and gentlemen.
2: My delicate ears. Is that better? That's better. Um, so speaking of Nintendo, uh, one of their announcements... Uh, was it E3? I think it was E3. They they played Four. a logo of uh, Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, they did something kind of unusual. I think it was last week. Um,
1: oh, is this the... The big video. Yeah, they had
2: one of the executives come up mm-hmm. and and kind explain of explain why Yeah, sort of apologize and say that the current development process progress has not reached the standards we seek in a sequel to the Metroid Prime series. Takahashi said in a development update video posted on YouTube. Nintendo always strives for the highest quality in our games, and in the development phase, we challenge ourselves and confront whether the game is living up to that quality on a daily basis. And according to Takahashi, Metroid Prime was not for was not meeting that standard. We've decided to re-examine the development structure itself and change it. Specifically, we've asked the producer um, Tanabe to work in trust and collaboration with the studio that developed the original Metroid Prime series, Retro Studios. So that's the good news. Um, they're scrapping the entire development up to this point. They had, yep. I, I think they had three studios involved, and they just did not like how it was going. Which is good, because um, going back to the Wii, I believe, there was a game called... Um, metroid other m which yeah pretty much critically and sucked it it just didn't they went in a different direction which is always i'm not against that because it's a risk it but yeah it didn't pay off this time no so i'm glad to see uh that retro getting back because their their three metroid games were awesome but that also means that they will not be having a metroid prime game anytime soon um like, probably not even 2020, honestly. No. So we're going to have to wait a while.
1: Not this is going to be some short two-hour experience.
2: No, no, they're not going to do that. Not after scrapping after scrapping the game they had, they're not going to throw out something half-baked. It'll be good, but it'll be a while.
1: Or it'll be a flaming pile of dog shit, and it'll still be a while. One or the other.
2: The other thing I've heard, which is a rumor, is that they have remastered version of um, Metroid Prime 1 through 3. Just
1: uh, ready for release? Just
2: sitting there for Switch. And they've already remastered it once. Because it came out on GameCube. And they remastered... You got all three on Wii. But they had to kind of compress it. And actually was missing some visual effects. Um, like th- to fit all three games onto one disc or something. Like uh, met, like the her gun would flare a certain way in the original yeah. game. And it didn't in the... Huh. And, you know, coming from GameCube was definitely... I hope they added a little bit of texture or something. Hopefully. But I would totally buy that. Yep. I think, though, they'll probably wait to release that closer to that. Oh,
1: yeah, to get it hyped up again. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I don't think we'll see that for a while either, unfortunately. But that would be cool Christmas surprise. It's
1: out now!
2: Yeah, it could be. So, this story is a little convoluted, but, um...
1: Convolute me.
2: Yeah, Facebook, speaking of games... Um... So, you know, like the shitty Facebook games that you and I don't play? Like yeah, Farmville. Can- Candy Crush or whatever. There's little microtransactions? Yeah. So, new unsealed court documents show Facebook was aware that underage children routinely used their parents' payment information to spend large sums of money on in-game purchases. Wow. And the ch- company chose not to fix the problem. For years, it allowed for what it called friendly fraud because it feared... Implementing protections that would harden revenue. So they're like, yeah, we know kids are spending money on their parents' cards, but we're making all this money.
1: Yeah, the the only thing I can see issue with this, though, is like the iOS is the same and so is Android right now. hmm So. What do you mean? I mean, if you let your kids download a game and you're.
2: Yeah, but they knew it was a problem and they choose not to Exactly.
1: Yeah, no. I'm That's what I'm saying is like iOS and Android do the same thing.
2: Well. Still. Um,
1: Facebook is a schemey-ass company, though.
2: Yep. My next story is about Facebook, too. Oh, Jesus. Um, So, after this article was published, I think the same thing happened to Google. But Apple blocked Facebook from running its internal iOS apps. Oh, shit. That is a big deal. Like, they have, like, a special uh, developer keys. So, big companies, um, iOS allows them to run, like, their own internal software for, like, I don't know, inter-office communication or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but those those privileges are just supposed to be used for within the company. Well, Facebook used their access to do like a tracking app that, that um, other customers, that like, you and me could access. And that was not the intent of that type of license. Oh, shit. So Apple pulled their whole suite. And then so Facebook couldn't, the employees couldn't, Conduct, couldn't communicate. Couldn't conduct the business mm. with those apps that they were getting used to. Whoa! So that was a big move on Apple's part. Like, Apple's, Apple's like, "Fuck you." Pretty and much. Fuck
1: you, and fuck you, Marky.
2: They're called uh, enterprise certificates. So, and I, I think the same thing happened to Google. Um, so wow. Apple's like done with this shit. <laughs> so good for them. And I got two more stories. I'm gonna go through them quicker, hopefully. So EA um, is. It's in the game is pushing uh, Anthem right now. They had a free uh, beta weekend. and This is like a... It's a multiplayer shooter. Um, think, like, it's... I mean, they hate this being compared to... Destiny! A, it, it's Destiny. It's totally Destiny.
1: Tim, what's your destiny?
2: So, out of nowhere, like, right after this big weekend, I mean, I've seen ads for Anthem on, you know, like, everywhere. They're, they're heavily marketing this game. Super
1: Bowl. I don't know if they actually had one or not. Don't sue us.
2: Um, They released this free-to-play... What's the name of that genre where there's an island in Fortnite? Oh, uh, Battle Royale. Yes, a Battle Royale game called... I think it's Apex Oh, yeah, it's a Titanfall, people. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Like, no lead-up, no build-up. Yep. Just boom, here it is, and it's free. Yep. Um,
1: With uh, no Titans. Now,
2: granted, it's a slightly different style of game. But it just—the timing is really bizarre for the. It's, it's very. It's like they're undercutting their like they don't believe in Anthem or, but they're spending money on it, so I don't know. Oh,
1: they're spending an ungodly amount of money on it
2: on Anthem, and then they just stealth released. And um, to be fair, Apex Legends is getting pretty good reaction from most people.
1: Is that the name of it?
2: I think so. I don't. I think I didn't put the whole title here, and I'm not sure it's that. Anyway, yeah, it is, huh. it is from the Titanfall developers. Yeah, and it, it,
1: it, it, it actually has been confirmed. It is pre-Titans in Titanfall. It's like that's chronologically the other thing.
2: like... The other theory that they didn't say anything about it before release is because it's from the Titanfall developers, they were worried that um, with the loot box scandal that like people would be talking trash about it, especially since there's no Titans in the game. There's no wall running. And they were like, you know what? Let's just not say anything. Just release it and let the game stand on its own. That's the other theory. But to me, the timing, like two weeks before Anthem's launch... It's very launched, sketchy. Well, not sketchy. It's just like, what are you doing?
1: Well, it's sketchy in the fact, like, is Anthem not going to run well? Like, is it going to be good?
2: There's definitely been some issues with the beta, but, I mean, it's a beta, so... All right, moving on to... We're talking about digital purchases and the future of, of your library. Okay. So, Epic has decided to get into the games business in a big way. Um, they are, of course, partially funded by Tencent, this Chinese company that has billions of dollars. And Epic has um, a launcher for Fortnite, so they changed that launcher to a game store since everybody already had it. And um, they've been putting out some games and some free games to make, you know, types people to use a launcher. But they've kind of fired some shots at Steam with this latest one, which is... um, The next Metro game, Metro Exodus, has been pulled off of Steam and will only be sold on Epic store. Yep.
1: they're slowly stealing all the triple A's.
2: Well, I mean, that's a... Maybe. That's a start. I don't know if that's a triple A. Mm, I feel like Metro's... a like double A, maybe. <laughs> something, maybe a B game. But there were pre-orders at one point yeah. on Steam for this game, and now you can't buy it on Steam anymore.
1: So what happens to those people that pre-ordered it there?
2: They will honor those. Okay. Those are the only people who... So it'll be kind of like a collector's edition, almost. Like, yeah. Metro Exodus on Steam.
1: Exactly. Hmm.
2: Like, I'm playing a game that hmm. you can't... So, we'll see. Um, they, of course, I think we mentioned before that Epic is paying the developers more. A bigger split. Yeah. Um, than mm. Steam. We'll see how this goes. But competition's good. I don't know if exclusives are necessarily good like this. Like I like, mean,
1: it's literally going down back down the consoles, basically. I know, but
2: Metro Exodus could have sold on both, for example. And they're also selling it cheaper. Um, it's 50 on Epic, where the pre-orders on Steam were 60 Oh, shit. So, that's interesting. Well the- that's
1: because their percentages are different.
2: I know, but why why not just sell them both and sell it for 50 on Epic? You know 60 on Steam. Do some c- competition that way. I think that would have been better. But anyway, that's six news stories. I'm gonna stop now. Okay. Ready for some tech talk?
1: Um yeah, you ready to talk some tech?
2: Let's talk some tech. Damn it, I have to talk again.
1: That wasn't right. Hold on. Guys. Technical difficulties for Tech Talk. Why? Yeah, He's louder. All right, Tim. What are you going to talk about?
2: That did sound better. It did. I want to talk about my new watch. So I've been bitching.
1: What you talking about?
2: Uh-huh. So I've been bitching about my um, Sony SmartWatch 3, which served me well for many years, but it was yep. starting to act funny. And um, yeah, I got the Watch S2. It's got kind of a sporty design. It's very rugged. Um, I could swim with it. It can like withstand extreme conditions, and environments. Um, it's got a military rating of something I can't remember. So U.S. military grade durability. Um, it has Qualcomm Snapdragon Wear, twenty-four hour heart monitor, um, GPS. I think it's got storage too and Bluetooth, so I could actually play songs off of it nice. while, while I was running if I wanted to do that. Um, but what I like about it is it's current. My old watch was not current with Wear OS. So I was missing some features. And it, it's snappy. It moves really fast. Um, it doesn't wake up the way that my other one did. Like I have to tap it on the side to wake it up and get all the apps. But the apps work better. I can I like to find my phone app on it. It does things that my other watch wouldn't do. And the screen looks nice. It definitely has a full charge throughout the day. Even if I use it a lot. It says it has two, two day... I would say it's probably one and a half. Nice. The um, charger's kind of cool. It's magnetic. Just uh, It's got some contact points on the back and it just kind of snaps on real easy. And they sent me an extra one. So, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it was a promotion. I'm um, super happy with it. It was a really good price. Um, it was like $180, I think. Um, which is like about $100 cheaper than like Samsung's. Yeah. Um, It... Fits me really well. It's a larger watch. Um, they have another model that's not as hardened, which looks more round and a little bit smaller. Um, it still doesn't quite this this tiny size of the Apple Watch, but um, I went for this more hardened, rugged one. It's got, yeah, it's plastic. And, it's plastic and rubber, but like I haven't felt like it's gonna get hurt at work. I like.
1: Yeah, it definitely looks more like a watch I could wear at work. Mm-hmm. My watch right now is like. I can't wear it at work. Yeah,
2: so I like it. That's the uh, Tick Watch S2.
1: Sweet. Well, um, you want to take a break really quick and come right back?
2: Yes, so can some work?
1: All right, sounds good. We'll be right back, guys. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. Second half, we are having a old fashioned that we just made down in the kitchen with um Winchester whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, straight bourbon. And uh yeah. So
2: and bitters and orange peel and yeah. sugar. It's yummy.
1: It is. I like old fashions. Good job, Zach. Thank you, thank you.
2: Um so now we have a drink in hand and we can kick it. I started the- so, I think for this Kickstarter segment, we should be good cop, bad cop. Okay. I'll be bad cop, you can be good cop. Okay. So, my first kick it. Is- Wait, I'm good cop? You're good cop, sorry. Oh man,
1: I'm terrible at this. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, it'll be a stretch for you. Yes. Um, honestly, kind of a stretch for me to be bad cop too. So, long time ago, I talked about the right press, which is a copy press, which. The press it um, right. Yes. Which had a revolutionary thing which would um, drop the grounds to the bottom, making less mess. And it was a pretty cool design. Well, I got mine. I fortunately ordered the half liter model. And um Oops, I almost did the same thing you did. I'm gonna let you do that. Um so I got mine after a really long delay. Um there's many like revisions to the design, some of which I really didn't care for, but I'm happy I got mine because well let me just let you hear from the engineer in charge of this project. I edited this down, by when the way. I started
4: way. this campaign. It was to deliver an amazing at-home coffee experience. Right now, our biggest challenge is funding. As you know, we've raised over a little million dollars uh, in pledges so far. Um, but I also want you to know that I've put most of my life savings into this about $280,000, but even with that, it wasn't enough to get all the presses out to you guys. Uh, And I'm sorry for that. The first factory quitting on us, uh, keeping our tools and our material deposits was just a massive blow. Uh, It cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Running out of funding is really slowing things down. I tried to make up for the shortfall personally by putting in a lot of my own money. We need about $30 a unit to ship the presses out to people that are still waiting. Uh, That drops to about $20 a unit if the 7,000 people that already have presses also pitched in. So what I'm going to do is send everyone an email with some options uh, outside of the Kickstarter platform. Nothing's going to happen until we solve this funding problem. So please look forward to that email and I hope you read it when you get it. Um, Thanks again for your support. Uh, I know it's been a bumpy ride and I apologize for that. It's part of the innovation process. You will hear more from me soon. So yeah. Did you get that other email?
2: I haven't yet. Wow. So I did edit this down from five minutes just because he, he rambles a little bit. He talks about the challenges of the production. I, I left one part in where one of the factories like basically took his money and then didn't make anything. But wow. even even the factory he was working with that made my unit, he's moved from them to another factory. So, I'm not sure what's going on. He's but,
1: factory hopping?
2: Yes. Um, and he's also made multiple <clears throat> hardware revisions. Like, the one I have is not the current. He's He keeps making new design improvements. He is primarily an engineer and not a business person and it really shows. Um, I mean, the new, the new model is cool. It's got like a bead blasted finish and it's got a vacuum. I'm not sure why you need this for French press, but it's got a, a vacuum um, compartment. You know, like the like a thermos, mm-hmm. and uh, all these other. It's got magnets for the uh, timer. Just he's just, making it way too expensive. Well, he keeps tinkering with it, and like, he I don't think he's scamming people per se, but I think he doesn't manage his money well, and he needs to leave the design alone and focus on production. And for him to ask people to throw good more money, money, more money, at the project, especially people who are already like me who already have their thing. Like, why am I gonna, like, throw in another thirty dollars so some Joe Schmo I don't know gets his? Like, there's no incentive for me to do that. Like, yeah, it's just, it's sad. I I wish he hadn't honestly thrown his life savings, the three hundred two hundred eighty thousand dollars, into this project. Um, that's like chasing. I don't. That's a bad decision on his part. Yep. I'm not sure what to do instead. Um, just come clean and say, hey, I, I don't have the money to finish this. this. Is I'm sorry. Up. Just quit but for him to chase after it, and I, I don't know. It's just, I, I say all this just to give you guys a cautionary tale. Like, try to look at the, the project if you're going to back it on Kickstarter. And, you know, if you're not sure it's going to come through, at least be willing with that risk. Um, I am with every project I back. I try to back ones that I think have a good chance of actually delivering and coming through. I
1: thought you were supposed to be being bad cop.
2: I am being bad cop. I'm saying don't back Kickstarters willy-nilly. Like, look at them. I'm, like, not being go-go-rah-rah. Rah. Okay, so. Go-go-rah-rah.
1: Caution- rah. Go back, Kickstarters. Who gives a fuck if you get your product or not? Yeah, good cop. Yeah.
2: Well, this is a cautionary tale. So, yeah, Kickstarters do fail. And this is, like, a slow-moving train wreck right now. He's doing all of this, like, outside of Kickstarter now. Like, you know, the the email, the um, give me $30 or whatever the hell he's doing. Like, you haven't got
1: the email yet?
2: Not yet. Damn it. I, maybe he's decided not to do it to the people who've already got theirs because, like, literally, who's going to send more money after they have their thing?
1: I mean, there's probably one.
2: Um, uh, the things, the other thing I cut out was he said he should have never offered free shipping, that he lost a lot of money there.
1: He, well, yeah, free shipping is dumb. I, I've never had a Kickstarter with free shipping.
2: So I'm currently um, involved in another, Capley, which I don't know if I'll ever see the product of that. And they've done some hardware revisions as well, changed the lens. Like, I don't know if I'll actually... Was that
1: error. like the pen clip thing? Video yeah. camera? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yep. Mm.
2: Not sure I'll ever see that one. Gotcha. That's fine. So, uh, what is your first kick it?
1: All right. Summer in Mara.
2: So, I don't think this actually has audio unless you want to play the music from the SoundCloud. So, you'll have to talk about it.
1: What? <laughs>
2: that doesn't... That sounds awkward when you're just hearing it.
1: She just had sex. No. She's like- okay, we're not going to play the audio. No, she did not just have sex, ladies and gentlemen. That is Mara. Um, I think
2: she's a minor, dude.
1: I mean, it's probably Japanese, and Q would say, that's perfectly fine due to the culture. Whatever. Um, Anyways, so you brought this to my attention, and I did back it for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um this is a game cross between think Wind Waker and uh Stardew Valley. So it is an open adventure uh set on a tropical island where you get the opportunity to take care of your own island and play a summer adventure while it's farming, crafting, explore your boat and exploring with your boat. Um so the cool thing about this is it actually has a bunch of lore and they've actually been sending out regular Kickstarter updates. I've already gotten 2 since I backed it.
2: Yeah. And if you look at if you play the video where it, which doesn't have audio to go along with it unfortunately other than like sound effects and voice. Um the game looks like it's pretty far along.
1: Yeah. The game looks pretty well completed. There's are some areas where maybe it could be polished up a little bit. Um so this game is something that i feel 100% confident in backing. Um you can customize as you want and customize your island and take care of it as you want, I should say. It's a full open ocean. There's places to travel, people to meet. So there are other islands, and there's different story mode, or not story modes, but like story pitches on each island. Meet different people, um, and kind of just learn about the history of the island. Another really cool thing about this is that. <coughs> Sorry. That's all good. Um, I I'm trying to find it on the Kickstarter right now. Um,. Mm-hmm. I don't see it oh uh, it's on planet Q Kew? um, and basically there's deities or gods that uh, people have long forgotten and maybe or maybe not you'll get to see them see them in this game so it's got a mystery aspect to it as well um, and looks very interesting
2: the art is great
1: yeah the art is amazing um,
2: kind of reminds me of Studio Ghibli a little bit a little bit Especially when you
1: start to get some of the uh, potential the gods. Design, the
2: character design is really cool. Yeah. Um, looks great.
1: So, um, luckily, thanks to Tim, I got in on the early Sailor of Mara, which sadly you guys will be too late for. It was $15 for a digital download for PC, PS4, or Switch. I mean, look at these art. Your list. name in the credit. And uh, a welcome pack, which equals wallpapers for mobile and PC and other goodies. So now the base level for you guys is $18. Big granddaddy of them all, ladies and gentlemen, is $1,140. The most amazing voyage in Mara. Mara. All the above with the ukulele, the na-popo plushie, and a very limited, very amazing, handmade, original, physical illustration. Um, Also includes handmade, original, physical illustration. Uh, illustration for pre launch access digital net download codes the plushie, uh, a ukulele, uh, diorama of summer in Mara, uh, physical art book, each copy is numbered and signed. Four exclusive prints, numbered and signed, digital downloads, physical copies, uh, a welcome pack, and your name in the credits as the commander. There is three of four of those left. So, Tim, what do you got?
2: Alright, so I... please, least somebody has audio. It does, but I'm not sure this Kickstarter's launched yet. It was supposed to launch by now, which is a bad sign. <laughs> oh, shit. So it I, is I, not launched. So I got an email about this one, and so there's a Bubsy game that just came out a little while ago, um, which did not get good critical acclaim, and you might not even know who Bubsy is. Bubsy was like a attitude um, character. Think like Sonic, but like second tier. I think
1: I found it. Is it is this one Bubsy's Paws on, on Fire Spicy Extras? Yes. All right, you want me to play the audio?
2: Wait, so...
1: So this is really fucked up because the link that you sent me took me to their... Uh,
2: that's the link they gave me. Okay, um, so
1: that took me to their creator account.
2: Okay, cool. So Paws on Fire is a game that's coming out and this Kickstarter is for DLC for this game.
1: Oh shit! So you gotta buy the actual game and then get this DLC.
2: Yes, and I like—I just think this whole franchise, like, who's clamoring for this? It's like a Sonic kind of wannabe knockoff from the nineties. The- Wait, is
1: Bubsy like a character I should know?
2: No, I mean—is Bubsy just created? No, Bubsy was Bubsy literally came out like Super Nintendo era. Oh. Like back when all these like cartoon animal like characters had like you know, attitude and stuff. Oh yeah. Kind of like after So he's
1: kind of like a uh same
2: time as like Spiral the Dragon or
1: Or like uh Conquer the
2: Sure, absolutely. Yeah He was, same time and then Fucking drink alcohol and show me tits. Not as cool though. Like oh. Bubsy doesn't do that. Um so yeah, like last year there was a new Bubsy game that sucked and everybody hated it. But there's gonna be this new game called Pause the Fire, which to be fair. Maybe good, we don't know yet, but this Kickstarter is for DLC for this game. And, well, just play the awful thing.
3: Man, this game is awesome! My claws actually are on fire! Uncle Bobsy, the
4: game is great! Oh, you don't want it to be over. What about DLC? All the big games have it. Yeah! We could do costumes, impossible levels, mini-games, new things,
3: and even Even a new character! The sky's the limit! We're gonna need your help. Just as I thought. I had a feeling you'd do it. Not your help, help,
4: Uncle Bud's. The fans! Heck, with enough support, we can even get those Choice Provisions people to make new costumes for the game. Oh, and HD screensavers, and an OST,
3: too. This sounds swell and all, but I don't have an extra 25 or 50K laying around. Does Kickstarter make yarn balls? No, Uncle Bubsy. It doesn't
2: work like that. I'm gonna die right and now. As
0: little as two dollars, if you want it. All the contributions count towards the campaign goals. I'm gonna donate just. To put hours. your name on it. We'll give you a copy Fuck, of the game for
4: Switch, PS4, or Steam. And the more you contribute, the more you'll get. We do have a special tier for a limited edition physical copy of the PS4 version. When can no. I have them? Tomorrow, today, tonight. Uncle Bubsy? I know we'll I'm getting get you for Christmas. Bubsy, Why would
2: you waste Monday, your money like April, that? Just
1: to see your face.
2: You should just wait till next Christmas when it's like, like GameStop for two dollars.
3: Well, I'll be. I put together quite
2: the crowdfunding
3: campaign, haven't I?
4: Yes, Uncle Bubsy, It's all you, as usual. Unbelievable.
2: Okay, the games are such shit that the thank you level, you know, normally the one that just gets you updates yeah. for like a dollar. Okay, for two dollars you get the Thanks, Pal tier, which gets you the Bubsy Twofer, um, for Steam. Bubsy Twofer is both Bubsy One and Bubsy Two on Steam. Uh, ten dollars. You also
1: get a thank you email from Bubsy.
2: Yeah, fuck Bubsy. All right, ten gets you the Back Scratcher tier, which is move up to a Steam copy of Bubsy the Woolly Strike Back. I think that's the one that came out that everyone thinks sucks. Okay. I'm not sure about that. Okay, twenty dollars is the actual. Game, I think. Mm,
1: yeah, actual Steam copy of Bubsy on Fire. Yeah,
2: on release, and again, I'm confused if Bubsy on Fire is a game or DLC. Anyway, okay, twenty dollars. You can get the on fire. Oh yeah, I can get you for PS4. Fuck, don't do that. Oh, it's a digital Please PS4 don't, copy. Don't, that don't that waste your money. Whatever. Um. Oh god, there's a Switch copy too.
1: Yeah. Let There Be Music. What the fuck is that?
2: Uh, You get the soundtrack. Uh, Why
1: would you want to get a soundtrack on PS4?
2: I don't know. You get Bubsy 2 for Bubsy the Woolies. Okay, if you were seriously... Why would you want to get the music on the Switch? I don't know. Okay, if you were seriously into Bubsy, this is the tier to get. Which tier? The Let There Be Music tier for s- Steam. You get Bubsy, Pause on Fire, Digital Steam. Bubsy, Pause on Fire, Digital Soundtrack. Digital Bubsy, Background, Digital Map. Um... Bubsy the Wooly Strike back on Steam. Bubsy 2 for Steam and an email. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, moving up. Well, what
1: the fuck is Bit Trip Runner?
2: That's a running game. It's it's fine. Okay. okay, moving up to the top tier, which is only $100. The Digital Bobcat Complete Pack Pier. It's a lot of shit. And probably is shit. Get your name in the Oh, section.
1: sweet. I'm getting you the $50 tier, Tim. Fuck. Let's get physical... Don't waste your money. Let's get physical, Tim.
2: No. Yeah. Bubsy
1: no. on fire. Limited edition. PS4 copy. The on. You bring it over. I'll CD copy of it. Bubsy. It on, fire. on fire. OST. He was just talking about it, dude. You also get the digital Bubsy background for your PC. It's also available on Mac. You get the Runner 3 Steam. Runner 2 Steam. BitTrip Runner Steam. Bubsy the Voice Strikes Back Steam. Bubsy 2 Fur Steam. And a thank you email.
2: And there's 60 backers
1: holy shit
2: okay the hundred dollar level there's three
1: hundred dollars right there
2: the hundred dollar level there's 25 backers already it's i think most of the stuff you said plus I some meant to sh- say three thousand sorry not 3, plus right. some other shit i don't care don't if you like bubsy great i'm happy for you it annoys the shit out of me bubsy, let's let's talk about a game i actually kind of want to play your next kick it oh, especially um, with my daughter
1: I kind of got fucked up here. Okay. Well, okay. okay for here some background, go, we well,
2: for some background first, like the plug and play shows prided, prided itself on uh, supporting women, and we do, and we did the. Uh, we need to, to normalize the conversation about women and and their difficult time in the month, the period. Like we have gone to an event where we donated. The, um, what was it
1: called? The period pad party or something? Yeah,
2: um, yeah. Like there's a shame and a stigma attached to a natural part of every woman's body like all the time they have to deal with it and it it's like the butt of jokes and it needs to be more normalized in our society and this product I think will help with that okay plus my daughter gets embarrassed about it it's time to to change the way
0: we teach menstruation introducing the period game a new way to learn about what's going on in the body as you play the game you learn different ways menstruation can affect people and what to do if you have your period it makes you comfortable saying things like do you have a pad? I'm gonna use a tampon. And I got my period. And it teaches practical information like the pros and cons of different period products, possible PMS symptoms, and how to handle them. Any questions you ask about the game directly relate back to what's happening in the body. Did we mention it's super fun? It's been playtested with over 200 students of different genders and backgrounds. Here's what a few of them said.
4: I liked it. I learned new things and became less shameful about periods. I think the game was very educational. I had a lot of fun. Not only because I won. It was fun for all genders. That makes it so cool. I'm Daniela,
0: the creator of the period game. After years of designing, prototyping, and playtesting, I'm finally ready to bring this game to homes and classrooms like yours. I've got everything lined up. I just need your help to hit the factory's minimum order of 2,500 games. So order a game for your kids, your students, your boyfriend, or honestly, anyone you think could learn a little bit more or just donate, because it's time to change the way we teach menstruation and to bust the taboo for the next generation. Period. Let's play. It's time to change. Damn,
1: you wanna play with my
2: period? Kind of. It's time. So, yeah, we should talk about the backing levels and there's one more video that's pretty short.
1: Okay. Um. Well, first of all, I forgot to say this, but it's 28 days ago on this one. 200 backers. They're looking for $35,000. they are currently at 14532 Backing level, get with the flow for $1. It's a backing retail or backing, you know, get the updates and shit. Uh,
2: I forgot to say how long the Bubsy thing was. Sorry.
1: If you have any questions. Uh, period postcard. Menarch. Get the game. And your first period for thirty nine dollars. Uh, there's forty five backers at that. The big grand, uh, big. Never mind. The big, uh, big granddaddy of them all is one thousand U.S. dollars. The period patron uh, become a major backer of the game. You'll get five signed copies of the game and period game tote bag. We'll donate twenty games to schools on your behalf. Also, you'll get our endless gratitude. Five twenty period game tote bag three. Period game postcards. Two backers at that level.
2: Cool. oh wait. Sorry.
1: There's another video you want me to play?
2: Yeah, it's like uh why do this game or something. Okay,
1: hold on. I gotta go to the campaign.
2: Um while you're looking for that, I will just let you know that Bubsy is thirty percent funded with twenty eight days to go. Nice. They are looking for hold on.
1: How to play this game?
2: Nope. Um they're looking for twenty five thousand dollars and they're at seven thousand seven
1: hundred twenty. Oh why this matters?
2: Yes.
0: There was so much shame associated with anyone knowing that you were on your period
3: my first first period for me was received like with a sense of guilt and i couldn't tell why or what was i guilty of
0: and i asked the entire class in front of the teacher saying teacher like what is this story about like girls bleeding every month and the teacher said, that's a really inappropriate question I asked in class, and everyone laughed at me. I didn't know that my period had anything to do with reproduction or the correlation of that until I was in 10th grade biology class. And just the fact that it was framed as something that was bad or something that you should keep a secret made it a bigger deal. It prevented anyone from actually asking questions. Uh,
1: my education about periods was um, bare bones. Maybe make it a little fun.
2: So, yeah. I just think it needs to be more normalized. So that's we should cool. actually
1: send this over to that. To what? To uh, woman that we met when we did that one party.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure which. Uh, I think. You're... I know. I have contact with her. Yeah, I do too. So, so I thought it was a cool project. Um, and the game is like only forty bucks. Yeah, and it's it drops cute. marbles out of a uterus. I mean, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, all right. So those are kickets right You want to
1: talk about? Yeah, it is. Uh, do you want? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, there's more, but uh, well, we should probably do this one.
2: You want to do that one too? I mean,
1: I is it is it cool? You you gave it to me. Yeah.
2: Um all right. It's based off a card game that I enjoy.
1: All right, sweet. So can we play the audio? Yeah.
3: Hey, you! You look like the adventuring type. The type who kicks oh, down doors, so cool. slays monsters, backstabs your friends, all while grabbing as much loot as you can. Well, you're in luck, because a whole new adventure is coming your way, bringing fantastic new tools and joys, along with the classic Munchkin heroes and monsters that you know and love. Now, in 3D, Saban and Steve Jackson Games bring you Munchkin Dungeon. Two to five daring explorers will push their luck to kill monsters, level up, and grab tons of loot on their way to fantasy, fame, and fortune. Or at least, bragging rights. But the dungeon denizens won't just let you take their stuff. And by denizens, I mean unprecedented and awesome miniatures of monsters chasing you from room to room. Meanwhile the boss lurking in its lair doesn't take kindly to trespassing munchkins. At least you've got your friends to help you, right? Wrong, backstabbers, all of them. It's okay, you'll get your revenge soon enough. This dungeon still got that old school, take that gameplay after all. Fight your way through friends and foes alike and get famous or get lost. So, prepare for backstabbing, loot grabbing fun in Munchkin Dungeon.
1: Ah, oh, that's very cool. Um, if
2: you never played Munchkin, have you? No. It's a fun guard game. We should play it sometime.
1: We should. Eleven days ago, four thousand two hundred seventeen backers looking for two hundred thousand. They're currently at three hundred ninety four thousand six hundred
2: eighty two. It's a lot well more backed. expensive than the last game we talked about, though.
1: Very much. $60 get you Dangers and Dungeons pledge. Uh, get you the core box, all applicable stretch goals and exclusive el- elf heroin. Um and $90 get you the advanced dungeons, which is the core box, stretch goals, the exclusive elf and side quest expansion. So, yeah. Get yourself some munchkin. Munchkin Dungeon. Do you want to talk about some video games?
2: Yes. Um, what have you been playing? A lot. Let's do this. Okay, so yesterday, for example, I played almost all day, and then what? When I, when I was supposed to be what work, the fuck working on Sunday? What the fuck? It was nice. I played through the entire Anthem demo on. Uh, wow, that was. I I sent you some video PS four. Uh yeah. Huh. Um, it's a little rough around the edges. I you start the demo. In, like, this hub world town thing. Okay. And there's only, like, three characters you can interact with. And this is important because it's from BioWare. The people who did, like, Mass Effect. Yeah. And Dragon's Age. Okay. And, like, dialogue and storytelling is, like, a big deal. Yeah. And, like, none of the interactions... There was... You talk to a bartender. Um, there's a scientist guy who's... He kind of gives the quest... And one other person, I like think a mechanic or something. And then everyone else you can't talk to in the demo, which is fine. It's a demo, but I don't know. That just that weirded me out. It actually puts you right in front of a person when you start the demo, like right in your field of view, like right in front of you, and you can't talk to that person. It's weird as fuck. It's really weird. That turned me off right away. Um, then I got into the actual fighting. Um, You pilot these javelins, which are like these exosuits. Um, You can fly in them like with jetpacks. Avatar shit. No, you're like you're actually inside of them, so mm-hmm. you're like like you have the shell on you, like kind of like a Spartan. Okay, but it has jetpacks, and the flying was pretty cool. Um, I didn't like the the shooting doesn't feel as good as like say Destiny. Like, um, the only way I could tell I was hitting like some enemies was like they didn't they didn't they don't stagger really or like it took me a long time to figure out there's these big like blocky mech things. Okay. And I was shooting and nothing was happening. And then I finally figured out just from the, the little damage numbers that I needed to hit like these um, um like f- tanks on the back that held like fuel oh, or Jesus. something. Uh, it just, I don't know. And like it does the thing in Destiny where you're like, you got to protect this spot and everybody swarms you. And like all the enemies are concentrated in one area. But you've got this, you know, mech thing that flies around. So like, I don't know. Especially after coming out for something like Titanfall or Destiny, like the the combat is not dynamic enough for me. Yeah. Um the the worlds look nice. Um the jungle environment was pretty cool, but it wasn't like, oh wow, this is really cool. I wanna see it was just okay. Um, so nothing really stood out to me, and I was I mean, maybe the final project will have more story and that would be cool for me. But the, you have to kind of go – I think you can play alone, but it was a lot harder for me. I actually kind of broke my own normal thing, and I went and played with randoms. And that worked out okay until we got to this one puzzle room where you have to go to these different slots and change a symbol to something else. Yeah. And I figured out that, like, you – if you look around, you'd see, like, the symbol, like –
1: on the wall or... Yeah,
2: but I'd, I'd, I'd change it to that and then I'd fly away to the next one because it's like the four companies. So else
1: would come back and change it?
2: Yeah, it's for fucking ever to open the door because people kept changing it. Like, And I didn't have my headset on because I really don't want to hear from other players. Yeah. So that, I don't know. If you were playing with friends, it'd probably be a better experience, but still my criticisms of the shooting and the other stuff would be...
1: Weird.
2: So we'll see. Um, I'm kind of bummed because I love prior games from Bioware, but I don't think this game is for me.
1: Lame.
2: Um, I like I've, Dragon Age, so. Yeah, I mean.
1: It's not Dragon Age, though.
2: Not at all. Uh, I, I've also bought Spider-Man used for 25 bucks after, after playing, or watching Spider-Verse, I wanted to play Spider-Man again. I rented it from Redbox originally, but only played it for like an hour, didn't really get into it. That game is beautiful, and it really gets the web. Did you get to
1: the part where the guy proposes, and then the girl is already dumped him by the time the game come out. Name,
2: um, it's it's cool. He's got it's an open world game. There's so much to do. So I don't know if I'll finish the game, but I had fun swinging around. You can swing around the city really well. That's really cool. Um, there's a lot to learn in this as far as the combat. It's got. A can pretty, you do flips? Oh yeah,
1: flips and then then webs and then flips and flips.
2: You can do dives and like you do. Can you stuff. have a
1: skateboard and flip off the skateboard into a web? I don't think so,
2: but maybe lame. I also played a little bit of Life is Strange 2 Episode 2 with my daughter, but I kind of put that on hold because it's. I've heard it kind of stomach punches you, and I wasn't ready for that emotionally this week. No. So I'll get back to that. Um, I played a ton of Super Mario Odyssey at work, and I kind of got back into that game. Like, um, It's actually fun. To just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of played it when it came out. Mario
1: like, Odyssey is actually it's kind of a good game. Yeah, it kind of is.
2: I, I kind of dropped off of it. I can't remember what came out that made me distracted from it. but Was it Zelda? No, cuz that was a f- that came out I know. before. Um But yeah, I collected like nine moons at work and wow, beat shit. two levels. Uh New Donk City is ridiculous. Like <laughs> that's the level I was in. That's where I stopped for some reason. Um and it's actually a really good level. It's like a New York City basically. Yeah. And it's super weird like just having like normal people around Mario who's like half their size, but he's also human, but like they like cur- don't
1: ever react to his they're like, oh, we're not gonna mention the short person in the room.
2: No, they talk to him, but they don't mention that he's different. Yeah, and very strange. It's really, really weird. Um, and that's where they play that kind of famous song. You collect all these magician, not magicians, musicians, musicians, and, and there's all like there's like a like festival, a, and they yeah. and the mayor of the town sings to you. It's very bizarre. It's like the most fever dream Mario game I think I've ever played, and that includes Mario Galaxy. So.
1: It's a very odd Mario game. Yeah, it's a weird
2: game. <laughs> I also... Okay, speaking of weird games, there's nothing weirder than this one. Kingdom Hearts 3. Finally came out like 14 years after Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: This is like the Disney game?
2: Disney plus Square. Square Enix? Square Enix.
1: Oh, weird. So the Final Fantasy shit too, I forgot, yeah.
2: Yeah, but they've developed their own bizarre lore with this like, thir- company 13 or something. The story's incomprehensible. I watched two YouTube videos to kind of catch me up to the story because, like I said, it's been fourteen years, and it still makes no fucking sense. Like, people can split off their body from their heart and their soul and make new people, and like, people are hiding their their hearts inside of other people. What? Like, people are always changing into other people and like changing their names, and it's like it's just a nightmare to keep track of people because like this guy will become this guy and he's good now, but
1: so you need to have a wall with. Pins and yarn.
2: So I'm just not worrying about the story. I'm like going around and like you not know, just, having fun? No, I'm having fun so far. Um but what what makes it cool is you go to all these Disneylands and you get to just fight shit. If you don't worry about the story too much, you're like, okay, I sort of know that guy from the past, but whatever. I thought he was a bad guy. Oh, okay, he's alright now. I don't know. Um But they keep introducing new mechanics, like um different systems. Like, they keep loading systems after systems <laughs> after systems. The fuck? Like, different fighting systems, different magic systems, like, there's base magic. Don't worry, there's
1: gonna be collecting element from, like, Skyrim, where you like gotta collect 7,000 magic... cheese rolls.
2: Like, you build up, like, power meters and you can unleash these attacks that are just fucking crazy. They're like Disney. Ah, so it's like, uh, they're Dragon like Balls Disney League. rides. Like, you are fighting a bunch of enemies and all of a sudden you're in, like, like one of the rafts at, at California Adventure just, like, splashing all around the stage like destroying fools in your wake and it's just it's just a big messy stupid huge spectacle um i'm enjoying it this
1: sounds nightmarish
2: it's bizarre there's there's really nothing else like kingdom hearts this does not sound fun it's not your kind of game at all no this one might be um it's called mage's tale i got a code from um uh, the developer. It's I think it came out on Vive. It's a story that happens between Bard's Tales, and you are a mage whose master gets kidnapped, and you have to use um the move controllers. So each hand, you can like cast spells by actually casting them with your arm. Okay. You can hold up a shield, and you're going through the dungeons. And I'm still kind of getting used to the 3D movement. It's PSVR. PSVR. Nice. Sorry. Thank you. Um, but it's very immersive. Like you have to like turn around because enemies can be attack you from any direction. It's really Bruce, good. So
1: you need to be standing in this game.
2: I'm doing it sitting, um, and it's been okay.
1: Oh, that's right, because you can move your camera with your yes. left hand or right hand, or right? So
2: the movement has been a little bit challenging. There's supposed to be also a PlayStation um, Pro update. And I hope so. Because some of the textures are a little muddy, um, especially when you're talking to your little goblin helper guy. He when he flies away. It's really hard to see them in the background. Um, but it's cool to, like, walk around in a dungeon and throw fireballs and shit. That's pretty cool. Like, everything you do by hand, too. Like, when you're making... You find these crystals and you make new powers, like lightning or ice or whatever. You go back to this, like, never... This weird never realm and you go up to your cauldron and you mix it and shit. And it's cool. Huh. Um It's a lot of fun so far. Sweet. So, yeah. I tried to get through that fast. Sorry. A lot of games. It's fine. What are you going play?
1: I don't have a whole lot. Uh Diablo 3. Yeah. Played some more over at Guy's Night.
2: Which character are you mainly uh, playing now?
1: I'm playing the warrior. Not the one I made at your house. So I'm like level 61 or something like that now. Wow.
2: Um, I tried playing that again, by the way, by myself. And it's just it's hard. We just need
1: to do it like on a Friday night.
2: Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's a lot better playing with at least one other person. It's
1: a lot more fun. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I jumped back into that. Because you gave me a game and then I realized I can't exit my red dead disc why because if i exit my red dead disc then it'll force me to update it when i put it back in and then i'll lose the gold barge
2: oh my gosh
1: so i gotta beat red dead before i play
2: another game so you need so more, I,
1: i'm legitimately held hostage
2: so you need more gold still or
1: but on my next character on gold
2: you're literally never gonna update your ps4 now
1: exactly
2: Son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: so... And then I've, I've also jumped guess in... I guess I'll take my game back. Yeah, don't let me forget to give it to you. Um, Arena of Valor. I've been jumped into that as well.
2: That's the mobile um, on Switch? the mobile on Switch. Is it only on Switch?
1: Uh, I think it's also on iOS. Okay. So, um, it was fun for a while. We did really well for, like, a handful of games. And then it uh, was just, like, we got, like match up with like pros and there was they all like we were playing the free characters mm-hmm. every like week they give you a new set of free characters unless you pay for them right um these guys had paid characters so they're like base stats and everything were like double ours. oh so that they, sucks. Could, they could just like start off the game and just, like destroy us so oh it, that's 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 so shitty we played like we played a handful of games with the same fuckers over and over and over again so it was like there was only like six of us playing in the whole world apparently
2: or at least you're... I don't know if it matches you locally, sort of. Like yeah. local servers. I don't know. That's disappointing. Yeah. You should, so, you should be able to pay to win.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if it was like exactly pay to win.
2: Well, if your stats are double yours, that's...
1: I mean, they're... Yeah. It's not that they're like their base stats are about the same as ours, but their attacks are stronger out, right out of the gate.
2: That's not the same so, stats then.
1: I don't know. It, it's confusing. It's, it's fucking MOBA. It's just really shitty when a MOBA is like a literally pay to keep same characters or pay to win. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Anyways, um, that is what I've been playing this week. You want to do game releases? Looks like you got a little thank you here.
2: Yeah. Um, we got this list thanks to the hard work of Gavin Sheenan of bleeding cool. Oh, cool. And I just want to give him a shout out. That's all.
1: Oh, sweet. Um, so coming out this week, guys, Avenger bird switch away journey to the unexpected. Well, I mean, if you are going on a journey and you knew what you were going to do, was it really a journey?
2: I mean, if you just got picked up and dropped somewhere, maybe.
1: I mean, I guess. PS4. The Book of Unwritten Tales 2, Switch. Wait a minute. Yep, exactly.
2: If it's a book, how can it be unwritten?
1: Because it's in Braille. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun! Etrian Odyssey Nexus 3DS. Whoa, holy shit, there's a 3DS game. Etrian Odyssey Nexus... 3DS. Or did I say Nexus?
2: One's the Nexus, one's X. Yeah, I don't know. How do you know which one to play?
1: fuck if I know? It's like Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Maybe. Pick your poison. Mm-hmm. The Hong Kong Massacre. I want to play that. PS4. Kadath.
2: You can't because you'd have to, have to update your PS4.
1: Oh, shit. Tim, come to your house play that. Kadath. PC uh Melbit's world ps4 the occupation pc ps4 xbox one the path of modus switch riot civil unrest switch spike volleyball pc xbox one 39 days to mars xbox one riot civil unrest xbox one credit bandai namco <laughs> you just read
2: anything that's on there
1: yep what the fuck
2: i copied and pasted you know it's not supposed to be there
1: oh don't
2: read that
1: <laughs> well, i was like credit bay wait what uh report ad <laughs> that's no oh, you tip shit <laughs> uh, tim's really fucked his outline up uh ape out pc switch away journey to the unexpected switch BlazBlue blue central fiction space edition look for q's review on about oh i guess i actually should actually read the real name then it's actually called BlazBlue blue central fiction special edition
2: Just sounds like something he would play.
1: It does. Uh, Defense Grid 2 Switch, Evil Land Legendary Edition. Check out Tim's review on the Nintendo Switch at TheBlendSmasher.com. Because Tim's already played Evil Land.
2: Yeah, it's kind of cool. You start as, it's like a retro game. And like, it starts really basic and like things get better and better. It's hard to explain. It's neat. Yeah. If you like older games.
1: Uh, Observer Switch.
2: I played that. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good match for the Switch. Whatever.
1: Uh, Plane Mechanic Simulator PC. My plane crashed. Re- <laughs> uh, Revere. Revere.
2: Sweet Ass Edition.
1: Sweet Ass Edition. Check out the Switch from Q at theBudsmasters.com.
2: <laughs> it's sweet as, but come on.
1: 99 moves, but a bitch ain't won. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Aces denied. I'm just gonna go with aces. It's actually access, but um away, journey to the unexpected, Xbox One City of Bass, brass, okay. Switch, God I Eater Three. Just,
2: I just looked down in the second to last one. Oh my gosh.
1: Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game two.
2: I know you all been waiting for that.
1: PC, PS4, Xbox One Switch. Pipe Push Paradise. <laughs> Check out Q's Review at the Bunsmashers.com. Pipe
2: push paradise. <laughs> come on if that's game not if uh, it has princess to,
1: peach isn't in this game i'd be very upset I,
2: that that game has so much potential it does if it's rated like e for everyone i'm just like oh whatever yes Pipe, yokai watch Pipe 3. Push Paradise. All
1: right, that's the name of this episode all right, guys. Well, until next week, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug-and-play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug-and-play youtube.com forward slash plug-and-play gamer, thebuttonsmashers.com, and until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.
2: I push those pipes.